everyone, and welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be not easy, and tries to make it less not easy. I did it! I got it on the first try! You go, girl. Oh my goodness. I am one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. Ooh! All right. That was very exciting. All right. Once again, we have the wonderful, amazing Kenya Wright here with us in our virtual studio. Yay! And yay! <laughs> so last week, Kenya talked to us about basically, you know, the, the we talked about the genre of, of romance and erotica and how it's this secret, amazing, awesome thing, but it's not as easy as people think. <laughs> and she also mentioned at the end uh, that she has 55 books out. She also uh, is the single mom of three kids, right? You have three That's children? Right. Which uh, you don't just send off to school. You also homeschool them. Yes, I started homeschooling. It's it's Once again, it's this crazy time period in my life of that whole um, separation, divorce time where I just drastically changed my life. And yeah, yeah, I started homeschooling around the same time. I was like, hey, I'm not stressed out enough. Let's add some more yeah. stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know... So- when they always say things like failure or chaos brings, you know, good stuff, brings a, a transformation into awesomeness. And I tell you, you know, I wake up every morning, every day, super happy. And wow. I've never, I think it was last year when I said, I was just talking to my my best friend. And I was like, I've never been this happy in my life. You know, this is the happiest. And now this year, I'm like, this is the happiest I've ever been. Like, my girl's like, you say this every year. And I was like, but I'm so happy. And she's like, Kenya, we're in a pandemic. Yes, but I'm so happy right now. I'm just so happy. Everything is just coming together besides the world. But, like, my (laughs) life is perfect. (laughs) And that's, you know, that's the thing is that's all you can control anyway. So I suppose that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So what we want to talk to you about is um, how the fuck you do that. <laughs> what is your writing process like? What is your writing life like? How do you avoid these demons that – because I remember like when we'd be at Seton Hill, you know, mm-hmm. we'd be all sitting around uh, and you know, after classes, we'd all hang out and talk and drink and goof off love, and be ridiculous. It. And you'd be there goofing off, but also you'd have your laptop open and you were writing stuff. Yeah, because, you know, I think I am a little bit of a workaholic at times, probably because it's such fun, you know, and there is maybe an addictive personality to me in a sense of there's, you know, like I'm sipping on kombucha now and I, I can't get enough of it. Like, like this certain <laughs> thing, you know, cheesecake is like, if it's in the house, I'm half of it will be gone by the end of the day. Like I can yeah. be a bit much with stuff. So with writing, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely addicted to it. I love it. Um, but again, it all spurred and was triggered from the poverty and needing yeah. to write in order to survive, not being, you know how, like when you have a full-time job that week, you mm-hmm. can probably say, oh man, I didn't get much writing done. Well, if that's your right full-time job, you need to sit your butt in that chair and yeah. do it every day. And sometimes yeah. you're not doing it as easily as, as nine to five. You might be doing it late at night or in the morning and it can wear and tear on your body. Like if you see what I, my, how I begin the day, 
just to sit down, it looks like I'm becoming an Iron Man or something because I have like two sets of braces and I have these elbow mm-hmm. things and then I wear compression stockings and I have this special keyboard. Like after a while of um, so much writing, I would tell anyone that wants to start writing as much as I do to start from the beginning with getting eye protection, hand mm-hmm. stuff, special mouses, like Think of all the things that take care of your body while you're writing so that your body doesn't tear down as those books come along. That's a really good point. Yeah, because I've had that same thing to a lesser degree. Yep. Uh, because although I I don't write as my full-time job, my full-time job is a lot of typing and writing and stuff. Ooh. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I, it's a really good point. Yeah, definitely. Hand what? braces. Please, and compression stockings. Do your stretches. Yes, stretching, yoga, meditation is huge. Yes. So what I want to know is how do you keep taking pleasure in it? Mm -hmm. How do you, you, as you're sitting to write, you continue to, you know, because there's so many things that can take away the pressure, the the uh, self-doubt, the uh, concern about it ever reaching people, the difficulty of the task and getting overwhelmed by that. How do you keep taking pleasure in it as you're going? And and that's real stuff. What you're saying is real. <laughs> there's terror. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's fear. There's anxiety. Oh, my God. Book, this is the book three. And everyone looked book two. Can I do that again? You know, it's, it's that ridiculous stuff. Or, or they're not going to like this book. Or this is a bad idea. What are you doing? Oh, my God. This chapter sucks. This entire book sucks. Like, all mm-hmm. of that comes But I would say what changed my life the most is meditation. You know, Hmm. meditation to me is the key to unlock anything in this world. And so I meditate a lot, you know, um, and when I'm having those rough weeks of being unsure about myself, which I I possibly can have like once a month at the bare minimum, right? And especially when I'm first starting a book, it's always like book 55. And I imagine book 75 in the far in the future will be me saying, can I do this? Am I going to be able to write this? And again, it's that meditation of being able to clear your mind, be mindful, staying positive. I burn sage before I write. Like I have my um, rituals, you know, I think. Every writer needs rituals that can get them into, get them out of their own heads. I would say, you know, I, I don't know if we can curse. So get their heads out of their butts. That's what the ritual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a ritual. Yeah. And one of my favorite shoe professors, Arnzen, um, would say, you know, if you're stuck somewhere in the book, if you're stuck and you can't get through it, get your butt up and go outside and walk. Go look at a movie. Go do something else. Maybe come back tomorrow or later that day. And it, it just all kind of ends up making sense somehow. You know? Yeah. That's really so encouraging to hear. Yeah. You got to take a break. Um, with with me writing books now each month and, and stuff like that, I will probably work on two books at a time. I cannot 
at this moment, I always want to just write a book from beginning to end, but for me personally, I have like some sort of writing ADD. I can't just stay on one book the whole time because I'll get bored, especially since my books are coming to be like 500 word, I mean 500 pages and stuff like that. It's like I have to, once I get that first act, I kind of lose interest in the book. And so I always begin some new freaking book that has nothing to do with what I'm writing and it's all weird and stuff. And then I start writing that and then I get bored with that. And then I'm like, Oh, I should go back to the other book. So now I know that I do that. And I just, I just work on two books until they're done. Yeah. So do you, how do you keep the storyline straight? Are you a plotter? Do you like have everything mapped out before you start writing? Um, so I used, used to have charts and outlines and I create them and then I would just never follow them. I do have, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I'm like some, some weird thing, but I do have kind of a outline. I would say I outline, I don't always, I don't stay true to the outline. Like the outline doesn't restrict me, but it does keep me focused. And like in those moments of when I have my break, I can come back and say, oh, okay, okay, this is what they're supposed to do. And then, okay, 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 that makes sense. And also when I'm looking at movies and TV shows, I'm always writing notes. The kids are used to me going to the movie theater with them and I always have a notebook and a pen. I'm always like writing Mm. stuff in the movie theater and making notes and then putting tabs. That kind of keeps me excited because it's like, oh, man, that fighting scene where he got that guy's head and he slammed it into the microwave. Oh, my God, I'm going to try something like that. And that gets me excited to go back to whatever book and put that in there. So you're getting inspiration everywhere. Everywhere. Music, art museums food, my kids' TV shows. They look at a lot of anime, and I think anime is brilliant. You know, music videos. My daughter has me into K-pop, and I've just become a sicko with K-pop now. Oh, that's all I talk about. So it's like, you know, everything is inspiration. Everything. And and whatever's going on in my life at the time kind of falls into the book. And then also what my friends are talking about. My friend was dating this guy. I'll be really quick. She's dating this guy and he liked to, he was a great guy and he was perfect and all that. But the only time he would want to have sexual relations was on Sundays and it would have to be at 12 o'clock and he'd first have to make a chai tea for the both of them. <laughs> and he'd wear this red robe and he would play My Funny Valentine. Right. And so like, I would just listen, like, can I steal that? Can I steal that? And right. she's like, yes, Kenya, you can. Cause everyone knows I'll be, can I take that? Can I use that? Oh my God. Oh my God. That is such a great thing. Like, so warning to anyone dating a friend of Kenya's, uh, just no. You are in the books. She's like, yes, Kenya, you can use it, but can you go back to my advice of should I break up or not? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I kind of want to know why he does this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Ask more. Ask more. <laughs> Ask more. <laughs> you know, what's, what's his problem? Let's get some research in there. That's so funny. See, I think writers should be kids, little kids. Just, you know, every book should be fun, especially as a full-time writer, even though... 
when you're thinking money-wise and you're thinking this book has to make money, the books, I think, Mary, you had said it too, the books where the writer is having a, a blast, it's when the reader's having a blast too. Mm. And you have to kind of take your mind, like, sure, there's things like right to market, right? Where it's like what's in right now and what's not and all of that type of stuff. But I mean, psh, Bella Frost has been writing vampires for years. She's a freaking millionaire. And right. she was mm -hmm. writing vampires when they said don't write vampires. So I kind of believe that, you know, you really should just write what you want to write and love it and just write a lot. I think that's the the way to make money in this industry, write a lot. Can we also talk about how like bold and daring you are in terms of your marketing strategy and like creating content and other, cause you have audiobooks and yeah. your, your books are on Spotify. Like, I just feel like there's, you have this daring to like, I'm just going to do what I need to do, or I'm going to try new things. And if they don't work, then I'll back away from it and try something else. Oh God. Like, I think the biggest thing is just don't be afraid to look ridiculous don't be afraid to make mistakes. I have constantly failed so many times, so many times. Like right now, I am doing a, I have a, a werewolf romance coming out just for fun for Halloween. And it's a coloring book that's going to be with it. Because I've been recently putting illustrations in my books and people liked them. But the first time I did it, I was like, oh my God, I don't know. I don't like the illustrations. And you know that some of the illustrations are erotic, you know. And I was like, oh my god, but people love it. So I'm like, okay, what can I do? How can I amp this up? Maybe let's try and do a coloring book. So I have a coloring book that goes with this ebook, and it has like stuff like Mad Libs and and um, quotes and, and things like that. And and we'll see if it's good or not. It might be a dud. I might have wasted money doing it but it was a test or it might be something cool i don't know and i also have a guy who's working on a, a mobile app a mobile game app where it's like a hyper casual game and it's called gangster romance and it's kind of centered on my lion and mouse series once again might be a complete waste of money <laughs> you know or it might be helpful but i i do see all of this as kind of the co content marketing sort of situation i think content marketing is on a rise in the sense of co content marketing being you know not directly just traditional stuff like ads and commercials but creating entertainment while selling the product at the same time i think that's important so i think visuals and um mm -hmm. and, and experimenting taking risks is is a smart thing to do and not being afraid to fail you, and look stupid. Who cares? No one else is paying your bills but you. So just do it. And if you're excited about trying something, freaking do it. And if you fail, be like, okay, no, don't do that again. Do something <laughs> else. But I think that's the biggest thing. Just don't be afraid to, to get there. How do you balance your roles? Since you're the, you know, your mom, your teacher, mm -hmm. your writer, your human being. Well, you know, I, I don't have a man, so <laughs> yeah. My, so I'm still that saves working a lot of on time. the balance. <laughs> but that's that almost actually helped. I stopped dating 
three years ago and everything's together. And this was the year where I was like, I'm dating this 2020. And then it's like pandemic. I'm like, okay, God, I guess you didn't want me to date. So, uh, <laughs> wow. That's what it takes to stop you. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> so, but balancing and, and how to, you know, like I said, I mix a lot of my roles together, like the homeschooling and the writing. So like when I was doing this serial killer who likes to kill based on Edgar Allan Poe novels, hey, guess what the kids was learning that month? Edgar yeah. Allan Poe. <laughs> so, but also, because um, it was a struggle in the beginning because they were kind of young. Now they're older. I have a 14-year-old, 13, and 9. But years ago, it was a little bit more difficult. Um, I remember editing and, and breastfeeding my my youngest and thinking, oh my God, would you are you fed yet? Like I'm not even halfway through this. <laughs> yeah. You know? But it's yeah. like um once again, not being afraid to look ridiculous, to to fail sometime, I guess, to to not do it like your mother did it or like the mm-hmm. mothers on TV shows, Claire Huxtable. Now you're not that person, you're someone else. And I talk to the kids a lot about what I'm doing. I talk to the kids a lot about being an entrepreneur, being a writer, being your own boss, sacrificing. I want them to not only be that, but I want them to kind of understand where I'm coming from. And also when I finish a book, they get a reward or they get, you know, we go out or we do this or we do that. So they're super excited. When I put a book out, they're looking at the royalties with me. On I'm like, here, come here, check this out, yeah. check this out. And they're getting excited. When I'm doing advertisements, I'm like, hey, or, or a cover, I'm like, hey, what do you think about this, that? And I let them know, this is a family business, man. You know, when, yeah. I, when I'm long and gone and there's all these amazing books, do something with it. You know, mm-hmm. do, who, who knows? But this is, this is all of us right here. So I think making it a a team situation has helped me um, be able to balance because like my son, he is the cook of the house. I'm a horrible cook. Yeah. You know, maybe he started being a cook due to survival. I don't know. <laughs> he's an amazing chef. He's doing Thanksgiving for like the third time. My mother is flying up regardless of pan- the pandemic just to eat his food because everybody loves when he cooks. Now he's going to do a duck okay. and, a, and a goose and all that stuff. Oh, but like man. they figured out ways, you know, my two oldest kind of teach two lessons to my youngest in the morning. And then I swoop in and do my thing. So we're all a team. I think showing the, your kids how important it is and how they need to help. You know, if I had mm-hmm. a man in the household, he would have to understand too. And he'd have to help out and, and, you know, to me, the, my writing is the most important thing. Obviously, but after the kids. But, you know, I think yeah. if you take it, if you see your writing as important, everyone else is going to see it as important. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. You need to you need to write one of your books you need to write this year is this sort of stuff. Is like, <laughs> yeah. seriously? I'm so inspired. I, I know. I'm like, please, please, please write a book about this because I will, I will buy it. And I think you should uh, entitle it, uh, which crayon do you use for a werewolf's dick? And, um... <laughs> you, you know what I love, though? I'm, oh, my gosh. We are living in this amazing time where we can actually do whatever the hell we want to do. We can create a business right mm-hmm. in our pajamas. You know, all you need oh, yeah. is a laptop and a Wi-Fi. 
You know, you don't even got to take a shower for like two weeks. You have a, a, a good business happening. You know, when we when I met y'all, it was really still at the kind of the beginning of the ebook revolution, wouldn't you say? And yeah. so to see this rise in this ability for for everyone, all writers to take their own writing careers and, and hold on to them themselves and not have to go through the ivory gates of publishing. It's freaking amazing. Everyone should be motivated to just take it. And I think agents and publishers are awesome too, you know, but um, go for it. Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta, artists have to be risky. Artists have to take risks both yes. creatively and business wise. And, and love uh, what you do. Love yes. it. Don't just do it for the money because, you know, it's going to be real difficult. <laughs> if you're going to work just for the money, yeah. it's much easier to do, like, a straight day job. <laughs> like, <if> that's <laughs> It is so much. Is All you want to do is be rich. Just go be a lawyer. It is much easier. Oh, my gosh. That's the truth. That is the truth. Yeah. Love what you write. Don't worry if anybody's going to read it. They will come. They will read the book. It may take a few years to get them there, but they will read it and it'll be insane. Kenya, I I, I think I'm going to just call you every once in a while yes! and just be like, ah! <laughs> and just, just have you say that to me and then we thanks and I'll just hang up. Yeah. Because this has been so inspiring and amazing. Yeah. I, it, I actually have oh, a couple of friends hero. who are like, I do, I call it a slap in the face Uh discussion i'll just they'll be like i don't know listen you've got this you can do it <laughs> that's another service you can sell is get that book done <laughs> yes ma'am okay oh my god okay well we've gone of course way long because this has been absolutely delightful but uh once again um Kenya, how do people find all your wonderful books? Yes, you can go on KenyaWrightBooks.com. Um, I'm on Facebook as Kenya Wright. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Obviously, my book's on Amazon. And um, yeah, Kenya Wright, romance, lots and lots of um, fun. I have a lot of fun, fun in my books. It's not just all about sex. Um, I like to talk about fun. major things that's going on in the world, but I will have a lot of fun and there will be blood, lots and lots of blood. So if you don't like blood, you probably shouldn't read my books. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think everyone should read your books, all of them multiple times. Um, thank you again so much yes. for, uh, for being with us. This has been just an absolute delight. And this um, but, is an awesome, awesome podcast. Thank you so much for um, inviting me on. I was really excited when you let me know. Oh, you're is, so welcome. We're just going to sit here and just love each other for a while. <laughs> uh, so I think we should probably stop the recording. Um, so let's do our, our tagline. Remember, everyone, writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>